Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a new week, it's a new episode, when life gives you lemons, I get Maria. Yeah, Oh, that's cute. I get Albin and I do some lemonade, because I really like that. That well. would be nice. Actually, yeah. well, why did I say that? Because now I want lemonade. Is there well, a lemonade company that want to sponsor us? Hello, out there. So good. But it's so if you good don't know... Here. Lemonade yeah, as well. yeah. If you're new here, or if you don't know what we are talking about, this is Generation Earth. We talk about whatever we want and how to make the Earth a better place. Yes. Um, make some lemonade. Yeah. Um, because that's something we have to have had to do uh, this past week. Uh, yeah. We had a project that didn't the founding didn't go through, and it was very upsetting. Yeah. It was a few lemons, if you say so. But we made lemonades. Yeah. We did something else. But we're going to talk about the ups and downs of life and how that, like, mm. what what but it I felt for us. Mm, yeah. But I think it's been a really educational process in the project money. Like, I'm not, like, looking at it now, I'm still, like, in shock because we applied for 5.2 million. So that's quite a yeah. lot of money. Uh, but they still were very positive towards the project and they actually asked a lot of questions so we sent yeah. it in first time and then they were like oh we have this and this questions can you please um finish and give us a more like another brief and yeah uh, complete like uh, you had to like uh they wanted more information to you yeah, yeah to add and uh, for a chance to make uh, a decision decision yes um so we did that two times so i take that as a positive thing that they were like yeah. really oh we actually want to learn more about your project and a thing worth mentioning is as well that neither one of us has like an academic career or like an education like a master's yeah. or anything finished and when i looked at the project that got funded they actually often had that yeah. uh, which i understand because that hires the quality of uh, science uh, yeah you can like fit it the scientific the way in the projects yes. are better if there's someone with an education or like a master degree or something yeah but we don't have that and we did this by heart and in, in a project uh, with a task that was close to our both of our hearts and uh, mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah it was a, a <clears throat> yeah it was a project regarding uh, the youth and the internet and cyber bullying and um, yeah and i don't think any like i don't have any experience of cyber bullying and i don't think you have either um i have uh, some experience you? about cyber bullying yeah you do okay yeah, yeah. 
back yeah. in the days I when the internet was new and people started hanging oh, yeah. there and uh yeah and for me as a former blogger now uh, mm. i had a lot of cyberbullying um but yeah and i have friends that was cyberbullied too so mm. yeah but i think like for people who are listening and don't know you that well because i do um you alban has been having a really huge blog and like a lot of a lot of followers you were like internationally yeah. ranked um because yeah. you were so young when you started your blog um but now i think blogs are more like outdated it's more youtube and podcasts um, yeah and maybe people like see your instagram account and are like oh he doesn't have that much followers but i think as your account grows you're gonna get the cyber yeah. bullying because for me i i'm i'm not getting cyber bullied but i get a lot of like men commenting yeah and like writing very like inappropriate messages so then i just like block it um yeah but that that kind of experiences and often it's like also like it's a conversation that starts pretty normal and they're like oh i like this you're doing this cool thing for the environment or something yeah. i'm like oh yeah someone who likes the environment and i can be friendly and then something sexual comes and then i'm yeah. like oh i think that's inappropriate and then you, you get like a mean comment or something yeah um, and so yeah I that mean, was uh, the project was about that yeah. and i think it's a topic that we both really like uh yeah. since we like social media and platforms and we are children rights activists both of us um, yeah so that would be such a fun thing to do uh, but we're still gonna get feedback from the uh, project funding uh, group so i think it's yeah. gonna be very educational and we're probably gonna get money someday i mean it wasn't our time and that's what i learned because i was really sad when the decision came and that's because i did this in honor of a dear friend who sadly passed away and for me it was like okay what do i do now and but then i came to like my senses and like yeah i meditated and like okay it's it's not the time uh it was probably for the best mm. we can we can let it grow a bit and like see where it goes maybe we can do something else in the future and uh, yeah just trying to stay positive and looking through because my first thought was that i disappointed my friend and mm. uh, i didn't think that i would talk about that perspective but yeah here i am and i talked to his mom and his mom told me like uh so you don't think he's he is uh proud of you for even trying and i was like yeah he should he he, he would be he would be really proud and uh, yeah i think i made Definitely. something out of it yeah and i think that also like we also found out that we, you and me, can work really well uh, yeah. remotely, but also writing something and like having ideas, just writing and writing and calling different like persons that could help us. Yeah. They were giving us feedback because we have so many cool like social entrepreneurs or people that have done. I actually and called Facebook and they didn't yes. reply, but I stayed on the phone for like hours and trying to get ahead of Facebook mm. and. I mean, that shows that we can do stuff uh, if we get the money <laughs> to do it. And yeah. one day we will, and we will do great things, both of us. 
Yeah. And all of you out there, you can do great things too. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably aware of the problems in the climate, and uh, you probably want to change that. So, with only that feeling or that thought, that mindset, you can do great things. Yeah, and it's all, all the climate on the internet, the climate in general. Yeah. Um, and also why we try to reach Facebook is because, yeah, the project was regarding social media. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we really like pep talk to us. And it's also okay to be like sad, yeah. but, but it's good to not stuck in it because I think both of us were like, oh, damn it. But then you're like sad for a couple of days or like feeling like, oh, yeah. but then it's fine. And I think that's also a really good lesson that we were like, okay, this happened what's went wrong or like what can we improve yeah. because i think we both also realize we really want to work project-based and yeah both of us also have experience of getting and working with projects where funding has been accepted yeah um, and i've been applying for a lot of different like project money and sometimes you lose and sometimes you get the money and that's yeah. how it is and you have to try and especially at our age we're still quite young so of yeah. course people have more experience or it's a big organization that has loads of money um yeah and i feel like and- I, I will probably get a lot of comments about this comment that i will now make but i feel like uh, the bigger organization is taking the credibilities from the smaller ones because the small organizations doesn't get a chance to prove themselves or or grow uh, as they have because the bigger organizations has a lot of money and then yeah. more than the smaller ones have and there's mm. some smaller organizations that are now big organizations so i don't say that it's impossible but i say that it's harder for smaller um organizations to get founded and yeah yeah definitely unless it's like a really like new and great idea and you've proven it and have done like a lot of free work before maybe you yeah can show results uh but yeah definitely it's that's also part of it yeah game. but i think this is like a part of being an entrepreneur because uh, as you said before, I have been, um, I had a blog for twelve years uh, that I just uh, that I just ended. Twelve years of fun did now stop, uh, but that was the right decision for my career and for my entrepreneurship because now I can focus on the next project. And when we got the news that we didn't get the funding for this project, it got me started. Like okay what will I do next? Because that's how my brain works because I need to do stuff. And as an entrepreneur, yeah. your mind is creative and you'll do, if you had a time, you will do everything, but you have to like sort it out and like focus on different tasks at the time. And yeah, so it's time to take the next step and see where that goes. Mm, definitely. And for me, like I already had like a plan B. Yeah. Uh, or like see like I always try to think oh what if this doesn't happen or this because I was like oh I need a summer job so yeah. I found out that yeah I'm gonna work at the children's hospital again and I'm that's nice. really happy about that yeah it's a really chill job yeah. so yeah and create some I good think, there yeah and I think for me it's been hard because 
I've had my own company and during the COVID pandemic, uh, it's been really mm. hard to actually get jobs or um, tasks to do uh, because yeah. there's, yeah, the world stopped. And uh, I'm just glad that my company is still my company and I didn't have to shut it down. And uh, yeah, so I'll see if I can do some freelancing, maybe take some opportunities to help and so on in the future when the COVID gets away and the world go, is going back to normal. Mm. If there ever, yeah. if there will be an ending to this because it sounds like a never-ending story at it the moment. It does. Oh, yeah. We're all... We're all in this together. Yeah, we are, right? Please comment if you you get the references because before we did this podcast we we had like a small sing-along and yes. oh. then we decided or i decided right now to like put in some references of music in this episode <laughs> yeah we tried to like pump ourselves up with yeah a lot of like famous songs but we did our like own covers of it yeah um, and yeah. that would never see the daylight so don't even try to convince us to release something because we we did it off camera and didn't record it because that's between me and Maria. Yeah, we were balling out. Yeah. Balling out our feelings. And yeah, this episode, uh, we had a conversation about what we were going to talk about. Uh, we realized that we liked how we did the last episode. So we're going to mm -hmm. continue doing that, giving you like a life check every time, see what's going on in our lives, talk about like our feelings or what we think of at the moment and uh, what's been in the past yeah. week maybe or so. But we also have a bigger conversation or bigger topic that we really really want to talk about and um, before we do that i will do the segue of saying that it was a milestone yesterday because we're recording this on the 26th of april and last night or yeah last night was the oscars and my favorite documentary the octopus and me was nominated for an oscar for best documentary film and it won it, i feel like it's amazing because it's the best documentary uh one of the best documentaries uh out there so i'm glad it. yeah it's so it's, emotional like, if you haven't seen it go see it it's so beautiful yeah. like the nature that they capture on camera the beauty yeah. of the sea and also like there's so much like moral lessons but it's really yeah. an easygoing documentary so it's not like heavy it's just like wow yeah. but i feel very emotional favorite. because i haven't looked at octopuses that way uh, before uh, i know it's a creature and we need to take care of it because yeah mm. they are dying due to disease are dying so yeah but it was so emotional because the man who did the documentary felt a connection to an octopus. And while watching it, I felt the connection because 
I wanted it to go well because I was scared that it would end like, oh, the octopus died. Because then I would have cried and cried and cried. <laughs> but yeah, it's on Netflix and you can watch it there, non-sponsored. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of documentaries, we have both seen Seaspiracy. I don't know if you heard about it, seen it. It's blowing up, hopefully. It's That's also least... on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Collaborating with Netflix. No, we just really love no. these documentaries. Yeah. And Seaspiracy, I think they released it uh, a month ago. And I don't wow. even think it's a month. Wow, it's just wow, blown up. Wow. Yeah. It's such a fucking eye-opener. Yeah. And it gets me, like, I'm so provoked and shocked by this world yeah. and upset. Because we are literally killing ourselves and the oceans. Yeah. Um, I know that COVID is still like a big thing, but that's nothing compared to like climate change and biodiversity yeah. collapses in our system. And with our system, I refer to planet Earth. Yeah. Um, and the ocean is home of 80% of all life uh, on the Earth. And 90% of the world's large fish have been wiped out by fishing. And mm -hmm. why how does that like affect us well oxygen we breathe oxygen right everyone's yeah. getting along with that and 50 to 80 percent of the oxygen is estimated to come from the sea because the sea yeah. life and sea creatures are you know taking our uh, carbon emissions and producing like oxygen from from it and release it out yeah and we have been killing it and that's like the last 50 years and it's going so fast and just one percent of the oceans are protected like what the fuck i'm getting so upset like i've been so yeah when i watched that <sighs> i was speechless i was sad i was angry and yeah. like i didn't know what to feel because i was so sad and so angry because this is horrible and they talked about also that the fishing industry does actually kill dolphins just so they can get the fish and not the dolphins who actually yeah. needs fish to live because that's mm. the ecosystem yeah because we humans we don't need fish to survive like you're you're good on a plant-based diet you yeah. can get like omega-3s and omega-6 that are from natural uh, vegan plant-based diets like i yeah. take supplements and they are vegan and it's the same vitamins and yeah. essential oils so you can get that yeah and no one thing that they talked about in the documentary was about omega-3 that those small those omega-3 things uh capsules aren't mm. any omega-3 in because there is no omega-3 in the fish anymore because it's only like microplastics and weird yeah. chemicals and yeah so it's like bullshit and i studied environmental science for a quite a short time then i got like so much climate anxiety and also realized i wanted to do other things in life yeah and things were having like things were happening in my private life but then they also spoke so much about the fishing industry and the professors at the environmental science 
school, like university, they were like so sad and kind of depressed. I, I kid you not, they were like so drained out of energy because yeah. they were speaking about the truth and all the things that are happening. And most of the fish that you eat are one, it's colored because like the fish, it's not, it's not pink. It's, it's yeah. too destroyed. That, that's when we talk about salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Salmon, exactly. So you, in, uh, you can just pick a color and then they inject it with color. And the same goes for like yeah. hams and red meat. Uh, not red yeah. meat, but uh, yeah, hams and yeah. meat that looks really fresh and nice, but it's it's colors, it's fake. And that's one thing because also, when you say that you buy, like, if you buy meat that are fresh and they're like, oh, it's, you can almost see the blood. That's chemicals. That's not blood. Mm, it's chemicals. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're getting tricked, baby. Like <laughs> they are it's food coloring. And, yeah. Wake up. No. And the other thing is that often fish has so much toxins. So when you, you farm fish, you know, you have these yeah. pools and then you farm it. And the fish you take out from the ocean, you're actually using that fish to produce fish food for the fish that you're farming because the fish you catch up, it's often too much toxin to be selling Yeah. due to like EU regulations. And speaking of governments, the governments give 35 billions to the fishing industry every year to continue plundering our seas. And according to the United Nations, only 30 billion is needed to solve the world hunger what the fuck what what is happening in this world it's such a weird thing i don't because, get it i yeah. don't get it and the european but union uh said that well it, it's fair trade and we have it's totally ethical and we need it and it was like no we don't need it because it's not I ethical taxes I don't want that. I want us to protect the seas. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking inhabitant of this world. I'm a human being. I'm Generation Earth on planet Earth. And why aren't the seas protected? Like, why? Why? And if yeah. everyone just stopped eating fish, like, tomorrow, and we protected, like, 30% or even more of the yeah. seas, then the biodiversity would grow really fast because that's also shown yeah. in this documentary. It's not just, like... Uh, black and white there's so much light but we just have to choose it we have to change yeah. our ways our habits the ways we're eating and we have to put fucking pressure on governments i don't want tax money to be sponsoring the fish industry yeah me neither i don't want to be a part of this we like, need to actually oh. have like a big change of mindset and to actually protect because what we do with the seas what we do with the rainforest what we do with anything, more or less, is affecting us and uh, affecting the future of the humankind. And mm. also, like, uh, the animal species, of course. But, I mean, it's sickening and I'm totally, like, devastated that we need to have this conversation. We mm. should be, we shouldn't be talking about if we should protect it. We should talk about what can we protect more of. Yeah. It's it's super annoying that we are talking about protecting stuff that doesn't need protecting. Like, why do you protect the fish industry? Yeah. Like why do you protect these things? Yeah. 46% of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is composed of fishing nets. 
and enough fishing line is set every day to wrap around the earth 500 times every day oh god like i can't it's even horrible. grab that concept in my mind that you have planet earth and then you have fishing lines and it's not one line fishing line going around yeah it's times 500 and the big like trolling nets that they are using they can like take in churches and they are huge like yeah. we don't even get the hang of it and we haven't yeah. even explored our oceans that much and i mean why do we give money to projects that will oxygenate the planet mars to like see if we can travel or live on mars when we can actually save our planet to be on our planet because mm. the humankind aren't aren't meant to be on mars we are meant to be on planet earth yeah. And we can do absolutely do some space things, but we shouldn't have to leave Earth just because we mm -hmm. ruined it. And people are like, oh, yeah, but we have to have a plan B if something happens. I'm like, oh, can, can we try try with plan A to save what's, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. Because honestly, who do you think is going to have the money for project? Like, who's go who's going to live at, at Mars? It's not going to be like the regular citizens. Like, yeah. most of us are you know having study loans or like a regular job and you don't yeah. even have that kind of money like there are billionaires out there and to grasp that concept yeah like what is i mean i i heard that the space shuttle that will go up that you can the first like uh space train uh, uh to be on that train we can call it the train uh, to go up in space, spaceship, maybe? spaceship. Yeah. yeah, but I, they I called know, it yeah. something about the train. Like you can, it's a you can commute with that to space as a normal human, and you don't need to be an astronaut. And it costs two million dollars for a seat. Yeah, two million dollars. And I think a lot of us are like, wow, to be a millionaire, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, and a billionaire because we have a few billionaires in this world yeah that's such a difference because if every billionaire second, yeah um, i was like excuse me i'm not ready thank you <laughs> but i also i'm so upset by this but one million seconds is 11 days one billion yeah. seconds is 32 years so if you take the concept 11 days 32 years yeah that's a huge amount. And we already think, like in our head, one million is a lot. And us humans, we don't grasp big numbers. Yeah. Like we, because most of us aren't calculating. We are like thinking about our dog, our grades, our job, our family. And like thinking about this, I don't, it's just, it's so fucked up. Yeah. And to know that the 15 most richest uh, people on earth if they give one billion or mm. like something like that or like a few million dollars together we could actually make everyone to have a home not to be homeless we can end yeah. homelessness and it's amazing hunger and like yeah all things all that things can be ended tomorrow but people are not spending their money because like my perception and view of it it's that it's probably psychopaths because they are exploiting others 
Yeah. And then some people are because I post on Instagram and people are like, oh, but it's so good when you make your own money. It's the hard work. You have to grind. Don't you feel happy when you have done the effort? But I'm like 44% of these people that are billions, they inherited that money. Yeah. People that have a lot of money, like they kids get another privilege. And that's the case yeah. in Sweden too. And like, like if we're going to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, we have to talk about Donald Trump. And he said in an interview before he became the worst president of the world uh, that he m- had earned his own money from the start. But what he didn't mention was that his father gave him like over 10 million dollars to start a company. Ten million dollars to start. That's not how I earn my own money. Because if I'm gonna earn my own money, I'm gonna have to start on zero and work my way through, work my way up. And that he could stand there and tell everyone that he had done everything himself and lie. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not that upset that he lied because that's all he does. And yeah, welcome to the I Hate Trump podcast. Um, yeah, and... <laughs> I hate Trump so much. I have no yeah. worries. Like, I think both me and Alban, like, and many people can be like, oh, love and light and kindness. And when life gives you lemonade, yeah. no, lemons, you make lemonade. Uh, sorry that was wrong Um, like the whole like the positive optimistic aspect and I think that is great you have to have that mindset but regarding these issues I just I'm speechless because I think it's so wrong on so many levels and we were just born into the system and should accept it like I I believe we are we are the system and we can also change it yeah because someone built and created this system and I don't think it's equal. And I think if you are a creature here on earth, you should be able to fulfill your life and enjoy like food, fruits, hanging out with friends. Like imagine not yeah. having having to worry about study loans or like loans for apartments. Like in Sweden, people are like, oh, but you're so rich in Sweden. And yes, yes, we are. And we are so privileged yeah. in so many ways, but it's also like, here you're like yeah you can get an education it's free that's amazing but you also have to take study loans yeah. unless you have rich parents because that it's also like I have they can tell you that it's free to study giving them yeah. money but you need to pay them and they yeah. buy them the first apartments and also when you're buying apartments you usually take a loan yeah so you go to the bank you take the loan and then you have to get a job and you have to do this because you have to pay off your mortgage and your loan and yeah. for me it's like wait why does apartments cost like millions and most of the people don't have millions so they take a loan yeah and we just keep on doing the system yeah and i think that this is so for me it's it's so wrong to see that people who doesn't have money doesn't get help uh, not even in Sweden, we we have this stage stages of class in Sweden too because we have yeah. the more rich people. We have I don't like to say, but we have poor people. But we don't talk about 
being poor in Sweden because Sweden is a rich country and we can't mm. be poor. But people are poor. People are trying to get around. People have loans. People have so much things just to be on the surface and not sink into the bottom of the ocean in life. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, actually, uh, I feel when I talk to people around the world and hear their stories and like how they are living and when I visit different countries, I feel I, I don't talk about being from Sweden because I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud because we are ruining the world with our uh, West world confidence and richness, mm. if we're going to say that. Because and idols. We, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. And also people that are like, oh, Sweden is such a sustainable country. No, we're not. <laughs> people are getting new smartphones and AirPods and latest technology, which is also so bad yeah for minerals and but like i'm also part of it and for instance the fish yeah. thing like i have also been eating fish in my life it's not you know that i was born perfect or like someone you know i don't think a lot of people are because you we're not aware yeah but like this is the information age and these things are coming to us now yeah but at the same time you're having like some people that are really like you know they are getting angry they are getting upset we're starting to realizing yeah. these things but then we also have a lot of media like tiktok and a lot of content also on instagram because it's like i believe there's always like a lot of good things on social media but there, it's yeah. also algorithms to capture your attention and there's so much like videos and different conspiracies you know, yeah but you know social media content that yeah. is like about uh, fashion and like people unboxing and it's like young yeah. girls and boys getting millions of views and they're like oh i ordered this and this and i yeah. love buying new things and this is my louis vuitton bag and like it's nothing wrong to create that content but i think it's also i don't know it just makes me it's sad all about sending it's... a message and yeah. the message should be like you can buy buy things but you need to think do I really need this? Do am I prepared to live with the effects of why I bought this? Or like, yeah, you need to think more because um, before you buy, uh, because everything, even if you think like, oh, but if I buy my purse, it doesn't matter, uh, but it does. Yeah. And, and it's also yeah. exploitation, like the garment workers and all the like synthetic fibers and it's like toxins yeah. and you have even find plastic and like the placida of the newborn like yeah it's it's not even a baby that has been like in touch with the world but it's coming through like different plastic and synthetic materials that the mother has been yeah. having and that is also so bad yeah and, and i think we can change it and like i mean of course, companies are trying, but there's also a lot of greenwashing. So much greenwashing. Yeah. And for those who don't know what greenwashing is, it's when a company tries to portray themselves as good, but they are actually like really bad. So maybe like these big companies like H&M. Uh, I'm just taking an example now. Yeah, but H&M or like 
uh, Adidas and they're like, oh, these sneakers are from like environmental, they are recycled uh, plastic, but it's still plastic. It's still going to release toxins. Yeah. Or H&M has like a conscious clothing line, but it's it's also like, it's not good because it's not certified. You have certifications, you have like blue sign yeah. certificates, which means that the company is taking responsibility for like toxins and environmental shit that is released so they actually have kind of eyes on the process and what is happening it's also like it can be certifications that are globally organic standards but yeah it's still it's really bad like buying new clothes is really bad so be mindful about it and when you see content as like a 15 year old where some people have so much clothes and they're buying new clothes all the time i think yeah. you get confused because like a 15-year-old doesn't think about the consequences for the environment. Like yeah. most of them, I just assume. I'm, I'm so sorry if we have like a 15-year-old listening and they're like, you know, age discrimination. But <laughs> yeah, that's my view on it. Yeah, and I think we talked about Actually, that in our first ever episode that I made a commitment to only buy things in second hand and uh, like... I will buy the most essential things, of course, uh, like underwear. <laughs> but I will, I, I will try to buy everything secondhand and um, mm. like in thrift stores and yeah. Yeah. Because that's my that way of really saving good. the planet. Because yeah, and it's mm. yeah, and I mean, I have been that person who buys stuff, buys a lot of things. When I moved to my new apartment. I found out that I had like 17 jackets and I was like 17 jackets and it was price tags left and I was like I got so anxious because I was like oh shit I'm destroying the planet and I didn't mm. even wear this but I right. bought it anyway and like you have to think about what you're buying mm. and yeah it was like an reminder and an opening for me to like okay i need to change my way of doing yeah. things and i think more and more people are getting to that realization and i also i have a, a goal that i just buy five things that are new every year wow. like that yeah. i allow myself mm -hmm. but it's also like i really look it up so it's like sustainable um and like good materials because for me it's sports and like in that five items that I have every year, that's shoes yeah. and the sport garment, because that's also something I like to have new, yeah. um, but it can also be like a dress or something that I see. I'm like, oh, wow, it's so pretty. Um, but often it's like secondhand. And then with underwear and socks, then I also buy it new and it's not in the five items yeah. counted. Uh, but also like to be really kind of considerate about where has then this item been produced? Because I know you can yeah. buy recycled underwear and you can buy like bamboo socks or materials that aren't releasing a lot of toxins. You know, hemp yeah. is an amazing material as well. Uh, so I think we're getting there and we just have to inform people um, and learn. But also yeah. like, it's so hard. It's, I mean, it's hard, but it's so easy to kind of not think about this or like denying it you're like yeah. oh, you see some instagram post and you're like oh but everyone else is buying this and oh this is a new winter jacket yeah. collection i wanted like 
Yeah, and you and you talked about uh, the marks on products that are telling you like this is eco-friendly and this is totally mm. qualified to be sell as a environmental friendly product. And yeah. that's also because I think when we're gonna look more up more of these qualification and uh, yeah, so because one thing that Seaspiracy talked about was how easy it was to manipulate the system and pay yeah. to get your like certification of being of doing f- environmentally friendly ethical fishing, which I mm. don't see is a possibility but yeah and they actually a representative from that company actually said that well we don't know we can't know like okay but how do you how can you say that this is okay and they were like well yeah it's okay but they they really uncovered that they get paid to get this qualification or certification they just fake it basically they fake it and there's also like a lot of uh, i think in 47 countries uh, there is reported like slavery in the fish industry and people get murdered and killing killed because they don't want people to know this Um, and i think that's the same in the garments workers industry uh, which is often women and children Uh, they work like 12 hour shifts sometimes even more now when it's covered they don't have fucking security or protection to not be like in crowdy spaces they don't get sick leave and they are getting like cents of salary sometimes they don't even get salary no Um, and i mean be aware of that if you if you're buying clothes like be aware what you're representing because fashion and style i understand it it's like a expression of yourself but try secondhand or do like try to do it's a game like oh i just buy sustainable sustainable clothing um but i'm also like we should be careful when we say sustainable fashion yeah yeah because that hasn't been uncovered Uh yet Uh, no and i think that's the same to be honest a lot not not in all cases but but something that really did my mind go crazy made my mind go crazy was uh the dolphin safe certification that no dolphins were killed during this procedure like uh, on different fish and the representative actually said that they don't know for sure that dolphins wasn't killed to have this fish and and then the uh, those who made the documentary asked like how can you say that is yeah but we are pretty sure we are pretty sure that non-dolphin was killed during this fishing company. Like yeah, this either company. you know or you don't. Yeah. It's like, don't say that it's dolphin safe if you can't be sure that it is dolphin safe. Mm. And for me personally, I haven't eaten fish in years and I'm a vegan. But um, to hear... Uh, I don't know her name, but there was an elderly lady, like a scientist. Oh, Sylvia, Sylvia, Sylvia yeah. Plath or something. Yeah, she also yeah, has a really Sylvia, good yeah. documentary. And film. she, to hear her from the elder generation say that we, the best thing is to stop eating fish mm. was huge. And Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. Uh, because some people, I remember when I started being vegan, like people are like, oh, like they were questioning it so much yeah 
like I could feel bad. I even got bullied because I was vegan at mm-hmm. like the immigration board. They were like, there was like one incident when they were like, oh, this person is quitting. We're going to make this cake and no one has allergies and right because we're going to use milk products and stuff. And they like the girl, she looked at me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you can eat your cake. I don't, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, I'm okay and with that. I, and I can't, and I can't was, say oh. that I'm a perfect vegan because I have my flaws. I I really oh, enjoy uh, cheese for some, uh, but I try not to eat cheese. And I'm I'm waiting on a cheese supplement, uh, a vegan version of cheese that's like okay in price and tastes good because it's hard. And, but we're getting there. There is a lot of uh, interesting and actually good tasting uh, vegan cheeses out there. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, like, I don't want, like, as a listener to think, oh, we're so perfect and we're doing this. Yeah. Like, it has taken time. Yeah. And for me, I'm not, like, I don't even call myself 100% vegan. Like, when friends act on social media, I really try to promote vegan and... I think my diet is 95% vegan. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really good and I'm proud of myself. But for me, it's like if I'm hungry and there's nothing to eat, I'm not there that I'm preparing my own lunch boxes because some vegan are really good at that. Yeah. To have that in mind. And also when I travel or traveled abroad before in some countries, it's really hard. And I know that I can't, I, I'm not doing well when I'm hungry yeah um so yeah but uh and it's also the price thing and cheese uh yeah so sometimes for the taste buds and i think that's also okay and it's important because in the vegan plant-based community some people are like 100 but it is a change yeah and change takes time but try and try to promote it like make it a fun family thing or yeah a challenge like oh i'm gonna try plant-based today and there's so much good products yeah and i remember i i really think that we need to normalize being vegan and doing plant-based alternatives because i know in school when they started to have like uh, a vegan day in a week like one day would only be plant-based or like ish vegetarian day it wasn't plant-based and 100 100 percent but yeah and people didn't eat people like they threw away so so much food because they've talked about like the importance of meat and like i know uh outside the cafeteria uh they had like a sign like you need to eat the whole your your all your vegetables but you need to eat meat you need to eat chicken and yeah mm-hmm. and it was like okay so you have a sign that says that you need to eat meat outside but then you have a vegetarian day and you can't even put away the fucking sign or change the sign of like eat what you want we have different alternatives uh, and yeah, i remember sign with the facts exactly <laughs> the animal industry or like um, let the children yeah. participate in slaughtering or something yeah um, like if you want to oh. eat this cow you have to kill it how many people will yeah. do that Exactly. And like all the antibiotics and anti-resistant oh. bacteria, which also is a problem and pandemics, almost all pandemics are from animals. Yeah. Yes, COVID as well. And look at the fucking mess we're in. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm so it's, yeah. Oh, we can talk about this for hours because this is like when we talk about environment and so on. This is something that's really close to our hearts, and we can rabble on for like and be outrageous and like rage on. And uh, but we know that you guys doesn't have the time to like listen to us for like 15 hours a day yeah. uh, talking about this and you probably are like confused about what we're talked about because we are getting so angry and excited and uh, sad and happy and yeah all these emotions so so many emotions yeah and uh, so, yeah mm-hmm. and to summarize so, you need to watch seaspiracy on netflix definitely. and stop watch eating fish educate yourself and to leave you on a positive note i really believe we can change it yeah. uh, if we just protect some of the ocean stop eating fish for a couple of years then we're gonna be good yeah and then also in the future i believe that we don't have to be completely vegan um i believe that if if you want as a human like eat chicken once a year or you know twice maybe like that that would be okay and there's scientists that have calculated that that would be fine but we just have to limit the intake right now and since it's an emergency preferably to zero for a time um but we're all in this together and i am very optimistic regarding the future because i've seen so many people sharing seaspiracy on their like instagram stories uh, sending the petition to friends and having friends signing it um yeah make sure to sign the petition uh because it's important and also a really off topic thing that i wanted to end this episode with is that donald j trump isn't unblocked from twitter yet he's permanently blocked as it seems so the propaganda that he tries to spread can't be spread anymore on twitter so that's yeah, an improvement. Because he's one of the persons that didn't believe in climate change. Yeah. That's why I'm so proud of Biden and Harry's administration. That they, like, the first thing they did was to join the climate plans and, like, trying to do something for the environment. And, but I know that when people are listening to this and those who know me, uh, they will like be like, so you're supporting Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, and I was like, and I can say yes, I do support them, but I'm more of a, I'm more left than them, of course, uh, for my own opinion. But for like today and for the place that uh, America is right now, they are the perfect alternative because we couldn't have four more years with donald trump when we have like literally like seven years to save the earth Mm. yeah yeah i'm not i think what i think about the political system is another (laughs) episode Um, yeah yeah but i do believe that bernie sanders would have been a great president for me i think yeah yeah. Mm. But now I'm waiting on the day when Alexandria uh, or or Ortiz Cortez says that she will run for president because she's like a female version, a better version of Bernie Sanders. And I think her and Kamala Harris will be a great 
uh, team to be yeah, president. Yeah, some female leaders. I would love to yeah. live in a time where the United Nations actually have United Nations. That I said, I mean the US, US. actually have uh, yeah have a female president because I've never yeah. lived in a world where that has happened, and I haven't lived in a world where Sweden has had a female yeah. premier. I mean, uh, so that would mean so much for me as a yeah. feminist. And the biggest like country that has had females in uh, leader positions like prime ministers and such is the UK and Norway. And I think Denmark has a female uh, uh, prime minister but now. There's actually, and, uh, yeah, and but there are almost the youngest, a lot of countries. Uh, the youngest prime minister is a female and she is uh, prime minister of Finland. She like yeah. won last year or two years ago, and she's the youngest uh, prime minister in the world, uh, and also, uh, yeah, a great uh, politician and uh, a female mm. because the future. Yeah, and female. both her uh, parents are female as well. So yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's a LGBTQ fights or mark. Um, no, but uh, Liberia also had, and uh, some other countries. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing, because I think... Tanzania, seen, so it's like, yeah. Like the US and Sweden should be on that list too. Mm. Um, because I think that's what we need right now. Yeah, and, and the US has um, gone very far in that direction with electing uh, Kamala Harris as their vice president and that Biden actually wanted the majority of the cabinet to be female and um, they have also have a lot of LGBTQ plus uh, people in the cabinet which is really really amazing and uh, yeah and important and i think that or i want to say this because i want to mark this as today i want to say that in the next when joe biden doesn't want to be president like if he wants to be president again in four years or uh, so but i think the next president of the united states will be Kamala harris yeah i think so and I think mm. that would be amazing. Yeah, time will tell. What do you guys think? Comment uh, and yeah, tell let us. Yeah, let us know. About the on... politics, about what to do. Um, yeah. And also, if you're hopeful regarding the future, um, because even though this episode has been really like ranty and spitting out facts that might not be very happy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and us talking in each other's mouth because we're so, so yeah. like, <laughs> engaged in this conversation and like, yeah. Usually you and me are so good and not doing that, but I feel like this episode, I've been interrupting you so many times. And, and I've been interrupting likewise. you. Yeah. Yeah, because this is something, yeah, as did. we said. <laughs> yeah, I just did. I was like... Because we're <laughs> like, oh my God, this is so important that we have so much to say and so much yeah. rage and so much anger that want to come out in this mm -hmm. topic. And uh, 
yeah but hopefully you guys got some information and something out of this episode and this is what you can uh, imagine if we're doing more episodes like this you can probably think that this is how the episodes will be uh, more open-minded definitely and more emotions Um, but next episode we're gonna try to give more tips maybe yeah regarding what you can do and change because it's important to acknowledge things you can actually change yeah and if you have suggestions on topics or like questions uh, if you have questions for us or like questions in general that you want to you want us to talk about please send us a dm on instagram on earth.generation and tell us because we love to hear your ideas and topics and questions and if we can answer the questions we promise you that we will try to look it up and try to answer the questions or try to like get someone to answer the question yeah try to call facebook yeah that's the main goal of this week everyone tried to call facebook (laughs) (laughs) no Um, it's pretty hard it's pretty not possible actually but yeah yeah. i heard you try i won't rage that again i won't do that i want to end this positive i want to be like spiritually open like in my gen not doing anything talking real slow so see you next week or some other time (laughs) see you in the future take care